I think that's a great way to start is with a review. Um, when last we left off, everyone had gathered at the Yawning Portal, I believe, uh, to share some a little bit of downtime, some meals, some theories, some questions, some answers. Uh, that was briefly after having put a stopper in the drain, we hope, of um, the the grave or the, the portal that tonight is supposed to be bringing uh, mayhem from what you have heard. Anyway, you've not been in Waterdeep to actually experience a Black Knight, uh, but what you had heard was that most of the um, mo- the the creatures that caused disturbance in the evenings were recharged or metamorphosized by changed by um, the magic that seeped in during a night during a new moon, uh, and eventually you were able to determine where that happened and plug that hole. You hope Don took care of that. Uh, you've been sitting in the yawning portal. Don took some time to try to assess what was going on with the shadow magic or the with the shadow clouds outside and discovered nothing nothing in particular nothing significantly out of the ordinary uh however as you approached the awning portal earlier in the afternoon or evening you did notice a significant storm brewing above the city of the dead which is where the grave and portal is that you blocked. Um, but you were able to locate Dernan and uh, Maloon showed up with a with an axe, um, an axe known as Azur's Edge and <coughs> matching it with the blade. Did I get that right? He has Azur's Edge. Around. Oh, sorry. Uh, you have Azur's Edge. He showed up with Azur's Blade. Um, and you were able to make some inferences about the two axes as they came together and what they may do. I know Ellie was looking through um, the the book, the reference book, uh, Arcanum Historia, about all of the, um, trying to find references to the two blades, and we'll get to that in a minute. Um, that's all I can remember off the top of my head. Yeah, what else do we need? Uh, Renair is there. Renair and Maloon are there, yes. And we'd like to find Dernan to ask him questions as well as see if he'll let us memorize his teleportation circle. Oh yeah, 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 no, I meant to add that. So um, he absolutely would be willing to help you with the teleportation circle. Um, So that's not an issue at all. And we'll just, I'll just assume that that takes some time and you don't think we need to roll or or play through that by any way. I think Uh, Dern actually would probably have said something to the effect of, you haven't already done that. I thought we'd arranged that already. Certainly you can. Of course you can. Heroes of Waterdeep. Um, I would add she to the group. He says a bit because <laughs> you're, you're not we the first been there. Of Waterdeep. <laughs> uh, I would add that from now on, I will also be memorizing teleportation circles because I have access to plane shift now and I can designate a circle. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> I can designate a circle to go to um, on a plane. So I'm going to be adding those whenever I have time to study the rest of them. Um, and then Z, did you say you were weaving? Uh-huh. Making stuff. Um, on a plane. Do you mean specifically on a jet plane? Weaving uh-huh. on a jet plane? Is that what we're doing? We- I might be oh. weaving on one. Weaving on a oh. jet plane. <laughs> wow, that was good. That, that touched me. That was good. I was trying desperately not to laugh. Uh, so we're weaving on a jet plane. Uh, I think I need to get my <sighs> open so I can write that down as a title. Um, 
Where'd my notes go there? Give inspiration is that from your players? Yeah, I think I should. Yes, my inspiration. DM gets inspiration. Oh, that's good. That's rich. Um, okay, I'm sorry. Go also, ahead. Why isn't that a thing? What? We like, why can't them? players say to, to a DM, like, you should get player inspiration so the DM can re-roll something? <laughs> that should be a thing. It's I hate to tell you, but I can re-roll thing, anything I want. <laughs> yeah. no, and I know that, but, like, I feel like that should be a thing. Just saying. Like, a, an actual thing. Like, so, an you know, official... DMs do a bunch of behind the scenes. Yeah. Whoever is in control right now. Um, I think I hit the toggle. Critical role. Um <laughs> they've done it so no i yeah. mean I'm, I'm saying i think they're the ones in control right now oh uh, well <laughs> then it's a thing uh is a uh, title um okay so i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you Anna. you were giving a, a more updates uh that was it and then i know ellie had rolled for the book and then i had a couple things that i had in chat that i would like to experiment with the axes but haven't done that yet okay I'm that's sorry. All I, have? I had planned to do so much more, um, but didn't. It is what it is. Yeah, when we get around to it, Barrett has a couple questions for Rainier, but let's do the other stuff first. Okay, yeah, we can we can start wherever you like. Um, so you have access to Rainier, Maloon. Um, actually, let's go through the Arcander first to find out about the axes. We'll start there. So the Arcander only mentions Azure's Edge. It doesn't actually mention uh, Azure's Blade. Um, the, the reference to it discusses it as a magical item, as an axe. And there is, um, I, think, I think we may have mentioned this already, there is a drawing of it, but it does not show, um, it shows it as ornate as it is, but it does not show the gems in the blade. Maybe we didn't talk about that. Maybe that was just in my head. And um, <laughs> no, glad you let us know. Okay, um, so so I must have discussed it with you in my head alone. Um, but at any rate, so so it, there is there is information about the blade, um, and the the picture shows two blades, shows two two weapons. Um, the sketch shows two weapons, and they're identical, but it's only listed as one, and it's referred to as Azure. Um, the as I mentioned, there's no in the blades. There are no gems or whatever these these glass looking things are um the the references to it um discuss it as having originated with the blackstaff so a weapon created for or by the blackstaff so there is a there is a connection with the blackstaff but there's no reference or discussion about what how it relates to the blackstaff transitioning or ascending or anything like that and it just discusses its its place as a magical and historical weapon. Uh, a few of the battles that it was in, uh, nobody knows the original source, the original maker is not mentioned, although it's suspected to be dwarven. Um, the, the mention of, like I said, the mention of the Blackstaff is that it was made with or by or for the Blackstaff, but beyond that, there's no reference as to what else it would do in regards to the ascension of the Blackstaff. I, I repeat all of that to the group. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Renair, I'm curious. Uh, on our way over here, we noticed that a couple of the walking statues had changed positions. Uh, when did that happen? Um, that happened, well, two of them happened early before the Blackstaff left. Uh, I, I, believe, I believe she was trying to activate them, 
prepare them for something. It was it was a strange timeline, the series of events as they happened. Um, no one saw it happen. Everyone woke the next morning to new positions for the black staff uh, or for the, the statues. Um, there are three that have moved. The third, uh, which I don't remember, I have to look. Uh, but the third um, moved separately. And that one, everyone saw, that one happened in the middle of a day, long after the black staff had gone, long after Vajra had gone. Between you and I, I suspect that perhaps Marin had figured out how to tap into his staff. <clears throat> uh, there, there wasn't much movement. One building was destroyed, the statue immediately back into its place. We didn't discuss it publicly. Everyone knew the black staff was gone. Everyone was terrified when the statue moved. Marin was there when it happened. Luckily, no one realized it. No one knew he was there. He had been taken out by Ander in disguise to get out to see Waterdeep, to enjoy some time. I personally was not there, but I heard. How did you find out that it was Marin who had done it then? Or are you just I don't assuming know. now that you... an assumption, yes. Just an assumption now that we know more. Which statue was that? Sorry, working on it. That was... Sorry, I haven't quite memorized. <clears throat> that was... Uh, the Godcatcher, which is just a little bit north of the market. And the two that you know of that have moved that you had identified were the Hawkman, I believe. Nope, sorry. The Honorable Knight in the south and um, the Sword Maiden in the north. Um, what is the name of the Godcatcher on the map with all of the, with the special map? What is the name of... Oh, on the... the the special map. Layered yeah. special. Yeah. The weird special map. The weird special map. That is Breaks Field. Breaks uh, Field? Breaks. Breaks. B-R-E-A-K-S. Oh, Breaks. <laughs> Grapes Field. <laughs> breaks Field. So that doesn't line up with any of the words that we... Mm-mm. No. Okay. Just checking. I, am I the only one that doesn't feel like that was an accident? That the statue Marin, moving? Yeah, that Marin supposedly moved it. Because now that we know that there are other black staffs in his head, look at Marin, they have powers and they can do these things and they've been doing it of their free will. Mm-hmm. It, you know, oh, I wonder if that's is, something we should check out. Is the God Catcher anywhere near the warehouse you let Marin and Andrew use? Renair? That is a really good question. <clears throat> uh, yes, actually it is. Could you point out where that warehouse is? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he can. Uh, it is is literally a block away. So you've actually been by there um, a number of times. It's one of the areas that um, he used when you guys were escaping, when you were making your f- flight from Waterdeep. Um, it is... Oh, I guess I could just share this with you after I put away all the secrets. That goes up there, and that goes there. Excuse me, please. Hopefully you're seeing what I see, which is a map of Waterdeep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of these days you're going to be like, no, or yeah, that's what we see. That's definitely it. Um, okay, so here's the Godcatcher. 
and his warehouse is he actually has a number of properties right in this little so the the actual warehouse is this big rectangular building if cursor mm -hmm. uh, yep. and then the these three buildings he rents out and this one here is the third that he has one of his properties that that he utilizes okay um while they're talking or we're talking, could I um, adjust the two axes to lay as closely as I can to match the illustration? Yes. So I would like to do that. Okay. So roll, um, go ahead. and So, so they line up in the illustration. Mm -hmm. um, and as you set them that way in the illustration, you realize that they are, they, they interlock. Mm. Um it's not necessarily that they, they don't become one weapon or anything like that. They just, they, they are clearly made with each other and they have surfaces that kind of make them conjoin. So as the, as you kind of set it down, you can put together that there's a, it doesn't take long to put together. That there's a little twist and the two become again, not one weapon. They would be very unwieldy as one weapon. Um, but they they clearly form a set. Um, so so there you go. The other thing that you notice is perception check. How about that? Okay. Can I flip this one? No, you know, I'll roll it. I'll roll it because I'm trying not to fumble putting them together. <laughs> I should have flipped it. <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> Eleven. Um, so it, it's not a huge deal, of course. Um, the as you're setting them together. Um, those gems keep attracting your attention, the ones in the blade, mm -hmm. especially Ellie, you would probably be interested too, especially because they, they aren't in the book. Like that's not part of it. Um, and it becomes clear that the gems have a very, um, very constellation feel like we talked about. They kind of look like constellations, but there are three that overlap on both that are in virtually the same position. Um, wait, is that right? Hold on, I'm sorry. Uh, apologies, it's four that overlap. Um, and those four you notice are in both. Does that make sense? Uh, so the, the rest of the gems, which there are seven and one and eight, um, the rest of the gems don't overlap, but those four go together. And you can see that you could line the blades up like this. And those four would align with additional gems here. Sensible? We agree. And how many are on each blade? Uh, there's eight on... Azure's edge and seven on Azure's blade. Wait, eight on edge, seven on blade. Right. Okay, and then With four unless someone else wants, yeah, unless someone else wants to do something first, I would like to do the second part of my experiment, potentially leading to a third. Can you oh, okay. um, I'd like to take the map and slip it under the blades to see if any of the words are highlighted or, like, if I can align. Hmm. Um, great idea. As you slide the map under, it becomes pretty clear. There's no, like, there are so many gems. The map just isn't that big. Like, these two things don't go together. Okay. Uh, well, for me, that branched into two more quick things. Unless, and again, if someone else wants to interject with anything before. Go, no, for go ahead. I need to draw a picture. Okay. Um, because we don't have Moonbeam and it's dark outside, uh, Moonbeam, if I remember correctly from Tabitha's spell, was radiant damage. Mm -hmm. Um but I would like to try putting on the Glove of Radiance and shining a non-damaging ray on the map to see if radiant light reveals anything. 
on the like map. Like a UV stuff. light on the map. Yeah, I'll take it out from under the blades. Gotcha. Um, it does not. Okay. Last thing that you need some into my head. Maybe. Um, if I could use the light to shine through the gems, see if I can project onto the wall, if it looks like a constellation or. Um, so, so at, blah, 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 blah. roll something. What are you going to roll? Um, roll an investigation check, please. Also, With advantage, everybody's helping you. I was going to say, you guys can hear the weed whacker blow my window. I'll hold the, bl- I'll hold the blades so you don't no. have to hold them. Awesome, because they're weed whacking right below me. Uh, that's going to be a 24. Ooh, okay. So the um, the 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 light that passes through the gems hits the wall, and I would say definitely looks like a constellation, um, or it looks like it could be a constellation. Uh, but it might just be a factor of the fact that you have eight or mm-hmm. let's see four. 11. 11, thank you. You have 11. Because I just drew myself a little picture to see how many would overlap and, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was doing math, so that's fine. Um, Leave it to the engineer to draw it. Um, So so you have 11 lights shining on the wall. The interesting thing that you notice is that um, they seem out of focus. It's as if, like, the lights that they cast are, are blurry. The light that comes through forming lights on the wall. So is it one of those things where if we move the axe closer to the wall, they sharpen? You are welcome to try. I will do that since I'm holding it. Or you can move your radiance further back, either one. That probably would be easier because, wait, didn't the axe, how heavy? They're lighter when they're together, but separate. They require like some insane strength, right? Like 19 Um, or something. Not to pick up, but certainly to yeah. Okay, cool, cool. I mean, you can- Uh, Yeah, I'll just- I will step back. Okay. Yeah, we'll work together, moving in and out, up and down. Okay, so the further you move back away from the wall, um, the more they seem to come into focus, and the lights seem to be getting closer together in very small, but because you're moving. I the further, back up as the far further as I away you move, the closer the lights get. Okay, so if I could back up as far as I could, the room's only 15 feet, and then, Barrett, if you could get the axis close to the wall. As you can. Got it. Um, so we'll just just to cut to the chase, so you don't have to try every possible cu- permutation. Of- <laughs> uh, eventually, after a little bit of effort and playing around, and um, the patrons in the yawning portal who can see through the door going, um, it you determine that if you were to back up far enough away, the the lights cast by the gems, so your light source going through the gems, um, would eventually shine into one spot oh okay does that make sense yes it does now like a raiders of the lost ark you know yeah yeah, yeah. kind of like one that. point type thing like the death star shooting beams yeah which never <laughs> made any uh-huh. sense at all but we'll go with it but it looked cool <laughs> it looked amazing all right well this leads to something but i don't think this is the best place to be conducting this experiment as fully as we could but it's something to keep in mind well, and certainly the moon would be pretty far away. So did we, sorry, did we establish that the lights, when they are shine through the gems individually, did not line up with anything on the map? Correct. They don't. Okay. Yeah. Two There's no relationship things. between, like, the size of the map and the size of the blades. It just uh, these two things don't go together. 
But I'm pretty sure the name was. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I'm I'm just saying you would determine fairly quickly that there's no no relationship. Somebody, maybe it was the nameless haunt, although I don't think so, told us that somewhere in the city of the dead there was a statue, and you put these two axes in the hands of the statue, and the moonlight went through it, and that's how you use it. But we didn't know more than that. Is that true, or am I making that up? I don't remember that at all. So good on you. Did someone say that? Damon? Okay, you're going to make me look at my uh, notes. That is Hold the on. truth. So <laughs> I have it written well, in my notes. Somebody said it, said it, or you so just. Some, yeah. Well, then. That must have been when we got uh, teleported off into nowhere, right? Uh, I, I thought. I the first time. But that's, that is the truth. I, yeah, hold on. I, uh, I, mean, by the way, was, I don't know who it, it was just last time. So. Haunt, you know? Out of yeah, okay. Merlun says the axes fit into the statue somewhere in the city of the dead, and the two axes and the moonlight somehow all work together. Is it? And then at that point, our mumbly friend said, The moon's tears fall on the 10th day, and he also said, Moonrise. Although I didn't write down which instance of Blackstaff it was that was saying oh, that. And then those phrases that. are also in the journal, and Merlun recalls Baja was saying them that the moon will rise at the time of friends, which is another phrase that's written in the journal. So that's that's what I have written on that. So I believe Maloon said it last time, and when it was said out loud, one instance of Blackstaff kind of piped up and agreed with us. Uh, quick out of character thing, Rumi. I don't know if it's supposed to be this way, but your camera is off. I don't know if you wanted to be visible or not. Sure. I thought this was something you guys had spoken about before I hopped on, so I was like, "Oh well, we probably no." No, it was last session. What? No, that his camera is off. Oh, sure. oh, no. So I was like, I oh, thought Rumi was just. I just thought he was being mysterious. I don't know. He's <laughs> mysterious. Wow. Uh, leave and come back on. I don't know why he's doing that. Yeah, I have that Vajra was the one saying the moon will rise, or the moon rises and will at times of friends. The moon rise. So that was from Vajra. Okay. And the moon's tears fall on the the 10th will rise at times of friends. And then uh, we don't know which Blackstaff said the moon's tears fall on the 10th day. I just, we know Marin said it, but we don't know which Blackstaff. Right. Okay. Uh Uh-oh. Now we've done it. Now we've done it. Okay, so we know the axes are then used in the cemetery, but for what purpose, we don't know, or what they lead to. Um, well, he said that you stick them in the hands of some statue. So there's so we have statue. To find a statue but, that's got the correlating I, open fist. Yeah, I, I always just pictured it as a two-armed statue, but, you know, don't want to well, be... it could have more than two arms. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be <laughs> assuming that too much, but it could be anything, but we know at least it's got two arms. So we kind of know where these things are supposed to go. We just don't know much more than that. Ooh, fancy background. Your hat keeps disappearing into your background, but that's cool. Grass is always greener. I do have one more question about the map. Um, In the upper right corner where there would be a compass rose, if I remember correctly, there was a three-quarter moon illustration. Correct. And then the words make a rough crescent moon shape. Does the crescent, would it technically be what would be missing from a three-quarter moon because what I'm deducing is if it's three quarter and the crescent is what the words make, then that's definitively saying the map has to be viewed under a three quarter moon, if that makes sense. Are you telling us this or are you asking Damon? I'll be asking Damon, but saying it out loud. My theory is. Yeah, uh, no, no, okay. it just made my brain hurt. Can you say it again? 
Should I draw that too? Okay. If the moon is, if the image in the corner is a three quarter moon, like three fourths are black. And then there's like a white strip is the crescent moon on the map facing the right direction to make a quote unquote full moon. Like is the slice of moon waning or waxing? <laughs> um, the crescent on the map, it, it doesn't even make like a, it's, it's barely a crescent shape. I mean, you could you just okay. describe it as a C. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, I mean, is the sea facing to the left or to the right? To the water, he said. Yeah, to the water. To, to okay, the so, then, so then the three-quarter moon in the corner, that last unfilled part would be facing the same direction. Yes. Okay. I think so. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I think you said it was open rough... to the water. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's, a, yeah. it's a rough crescent shape, but I'm wondering if viewing the map with this rough shape under a three-quarter moon, quote-unquote, fills reading the map so uh the three-quarter moon if that's what's needed that's 14 days from now which is quite a span of time to be doing nothing but waiting on the moon so well, i think we got things to do like that title mm-hmm. too. the question Shall is we... and i i would be oops, would you, go. Like to go first? you go uh so I, I would be saying this to everybody in the room um the question is do we spend those 14 days doing what we can in water deep or doing what we can i'm thinking in the shadow fell I think the longer that portal is open, the bigger that storm is going to get. And so I sort of see this right now as an option of, do we go to the Shadowfell, close the portal to slow down Dreslin, or do what we can in Waterdeep to slow down the fall of Waterdeep? But just that portal being open, that will continually get worse, regardless of whether it's a Black Knight or not. I am not opposed to going to Shadowfell. I think that's probably the next best course of action. I... That being said, I don't know that we have evidence that the storm is directly tied to the portal. I kind of always thought the storm was something left behind by Dreslin, that the storm was more of Dreslin's making, and that the portal was a separate thing. The portal. You may be right. There's shadow coming out of the portal at night that is making the storm net amalgamation bigger every month. Uh, Maybe it would be helpful to differentiate between the cloud. So the thing that is over water deep, the thing that covers (laughs) water deep is more like just a great big dark um, constant rain. It's a drizzly, nasty, gross rain. It's not, there's calling it a storm would probably be a misnomer. The thing that has formed over the city of the dead since you guys were there, that is a storm. And that is, that is lightning. That is thunder. That is raging winds. The thing that has begun to form over the city of the. Um, you could think of it kind of as what it looks like when tornadoes begin to drop. Not actual tornadoes, but but that impending right there is something is something is definitely going on. A focus of the storm is happening currently this evening that has not been there before, at least not in the past two days. And Renair and and Maloon and Dernan and anybody else in the pub would confirm with you that that's new. What do you mean a focus of the storm? Uh, the, just over the City of the Dead, there is a storm of ruin. And that storm was not there previously. Correct. That is a new development. So ah. just to be clear then, the thing we've been calling a storm is the cloud and the cloud is what's blocking the magic. Correct. Okay. So then yeah, I, I mean, I think of- we've been calling it a storm and I think I've been calling it a storm, which makes sense-ish. But it's 
I mean, it's more like just a great big black cloud that's producing rain. Okay. So then I would yeah. say then the portal, those shadows coming out of the portal and making whatever shadows above the city bigger. Correct. And this turbulence is a new development. Okay. So regardless of the rain, the portal is feeding monsters into the city and it is feeding shadow magic into this net, for lack of a better term, over the city that we know is spreading. Yes. And I think if we, if we can shut the portal, at least for a time, the net would hopefully cease to grow. I don't think it would get rid of it, but perhaps it would at least stop spreading. Yeah, I'm on board with that. And I, this is a wild assumption or projection on my part, but the fact that this is the only city to have one tells me that opening that portal and starting that net was no small feat. And so if we can close the portal, I don't see it being some sort of instantaneous thing that Dreslin could just do again. Well, at the very least, it would cause him probably to have to come back here from wherever he's that is at. That's true. So that's, it would at least cause him to stop doing what he's doing right now to have to come back here and do this. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I'm all on board with it. Uh, if we're going to go, I think probably it makes sense to go tomorrow. Uh, but if I understand your spell correctly, your forbidden spell, we're going to, you're either going to have to dispel that thing or we're going to have to wait for it to expire before the portal will even open again. Is that correct? It Yes, but it, it will expire it. before the portal should technically open. Yeah. So the spell so, will be gone by like yeah. one tomorrow. So then assuming that we're going for this tomorrow, do we want to be standing there waiting when the portal opens, jump through that kind of a deal where we make the first step? See, why not be on the offensive instead of the defense? It feels mm -hmm. right to, to just be, yeah, I agree. It feels right to take the fight to them if that's what we're going to do. Boy, this gives me the heebie-jeebies. You and me so, both, but it's it feels thing, right somehow. So, well, my feline intuition, which just rolled a natural twenty, says this is insane. Yeah, because I don't know if it jump, feels right is the right term. To jump into the maw of Shadowfell with no idea, do we have any sense that the axes are what's going to close this portal, or anything is going to close this portal? It's like going to the lion and just jumping into his mouth and saying, go ahead and chew. I don't get it. Well, I disagree with that too, but you know. Tell me how far. the portal from, from jumping into it that we just what? spent an closing. Well, I think the, uh, I, I think the axes aren't related to the portal per se, but I think finding out how to close it would just be something that we, you know, plan as we go, which I think we're pretty good at at this point. Uh, and Another, I have no idea. Well, I, I would like to ask Dernan if you have some time, some questions about the Shadowfell, because uh, you've been there That's before. Right. Yeah. Yep. So, so I will tell you the Shadowfell. <laughs> before, before we pass all of that part of the conversation, um, your, your concepts about um, closing the portal, which would require Dreslin to come back, um, the efforts that he put into the portal, all of that stuff, the strategists in the room, specifically Dernan, um, but also Renair would would be in agreement with you on those points. So you have them in the room. So I want to make sure that, that they're they're resources you and they they would definitely that if you were able to close the portal, which I think Dernan would add a big if because it's not even clear really what the portal is made of, how it's doing, what it's doing, how it's attracting shadow magic, all that good stuff um, is not clear. But if you could close it from this side or the other side, um, that it would definitely it would either prompt Dreslin to come back to to restore it, or certainly 
put some sort of crimp in, in he clearly set this thing up because they've been living with this cloud for a while now so he clearly set this up to be a permanent fixture over Waterdeep. And given the amount of resources that it would have taken to create it and maintain it, obviously it's important to him. That's what Dernan and Monair would probably add. I would offer to the group, if we want to observe how the portal is opening, maybe, I mean, for all we know, there's someone in the Shadowfell who opens it and they're standing there and then they leave. If we want to wait one extra night, I could prep clairvoyance or scrying and then using the ring... Uh, the Ashen Ring, I could guarantee that either of those spells would work, and I could see how it opens, if that might yeah. help allay some unknowns. But you could only see it from this side, correct? From this side, yes, but I you could... You couldn't cast into the... Uh, I mean, if you can cast into the other plane, I would love that. I'd love to see well, where theoretically, we're going. <laughs> theoretically, if I can see the portal open, if I can see into the portal, I will then see a piece of the Shadowfell that I could then scry or clairvoy or scry that one, that would be across planes. Uh, theoretically, I could do that within a 10-foot bubble. I, I like that idea. I'm not sure about the timing, but... Uh, Don quickly double-checks to make sure that he would need to prepare those. <laughs> Unless he hasn't already. <laughs> the only thing about the timing, Z, is that between solving the map to somehow get Marin into the Blackstaff position, while going into the city of the dead, while the portal will be opening up again, because forbiddance is going to end eventually. And then on the other side of it, I don't think there are any other options we have here besides, I don't know, what was it? Underdark? Yeah, our, I feel our, like, our, I feel our, like we've our got choices right. are all kind of wild. What, what mm-hmm. starts on um, where Marin is at? I mean, I'm just wondering if, Getting Marin into the hit the tower uh, is a s- stronger. Like we need him in order to close the portal. <laughs> but we don't know that. Though. I know we don't know that. Yeah. But it's, so it's the same. I, like we don't know how to close the portal. We don't know if we need Marin to close the portal. We don't know if we need to close the portal to then be able to get Marin into the position that he needs to be in. Right. Um, so, so one thing I'll throw into the conversation is that we think, as best we can tell, we need moonlight, three-quarter moonlight, to get Marin installed as the Black Staff, to get him into the tower. And as yeah. long as that storm is above the City of the Dead, I don't, without having right. Tabitha or someone else that can cast moonlight for us, and even yeah. if they did, I don't know if it would work. But until we can get rid of that storm, I I personally feel like we're stuck on the Marin either getting him into the tower or getting him to be the black black staff. I, I just feel like that's a dead end. Like we've got all the pieces, but we have no idea right. how they go together. And even if we did know how they go together, I without the moonlight, I don't think we can do anything. I I do have a quick question for Renair, if you wouldn't mind clarifying something. You said that once you you had brought Vajra to Blackstaff Tower before the City of the Dead or after? Yeah. It's funny. He was actually about to interrupt and interject the fact that, um, yes, Vajra went to, we took her to the Black Tower. It was challenging for those of us who were not the Blackstaff, but the tower seemed to recognize the wizards within her. Uh, it, it recognized her in that she had been in and out of the tower significantly prior to. I don't know 
that it would recognize Marin per se. Mm, all right. But mm. it would presumably recognize the other black staffs within him. If I were to guess, I would suspect that perhaps he would have no way of attuning to the tower without having risen as the black staff, being able to identify himself as the black staff. But it may protect him at the very least. Right. So I don't know if this is, I mean, I think any option we take has an amount of danger in it, but it makes me wonder if we do feel like we need Moonlight to view the map to instill him as the Black Staff through the cemetery, but can't do that without the portal being gone. Perhaps if we at least get him to the tower, he can stay there sort of as a glorified guest, for lack of a better term, because of the Black Staffs with him. That's, how do we know? Oof. Yeah, that's a lot of conjecture there. And how do we know he's not going to walk into the library around, and get guys. stuck to the ceiling? All around. Yeah. yeah. The Renair would add, um, the the protections that are in, put in place for the tower, as I understand them, were all put in place by these black staffs, each subsequent black staff creating new protections to prevent rumors, to prevent any secrets that have gotten each uh, prior black staff having passed unaware of any new protection. So each black staff has created a layer of protections. Vajra presumably did the same to add her protections to the tower. The tower will recognize all of the black staff. I believe he will be safe there. Whether or not he can bring companions is questionable, possible. I don't think that the tower would harm us per se, but again, it doesn't recognize him. It has no reason to. I know the tower will protect the black staffs within him, so I do feel like he would be safe. What threat are we trying to protect him from? What, how is he more safe in the tower than he is at Trollskull? In my opinion, I don't know that he is more safe in the tower than at Trollskull. At least at Trollskull, no one knows he's supposed to be there. No one's trying to get into Trollskull. Uh, I don't suspect anybody's trying to get into Blackstaff Tower either. But in the case that, for example, if Dreslin returned, he would certainly be interested in whoever might be occupying the tower. However, if there is a chance of him attuning to the tower prior to rising as the Blackstaff, that will take time. So it puts him in place in the tower during some period of time to possibly, if he's capable, begin attuning to the Vajra took, I, I don't remember exactly, it was, it was a number of days to attune herself to the tower, and that was with all of her faculties. I just can't imagine he could attune to the tower without being the Blackstaff. Certainly possible that he couldn't. Well, that being said as well, are there, there aren't any people in the black, in the tower to what feed, like provide food, provide, you know, all the things that Erky has been giving him while he's been at Troll Skull. So if we bring him to the tower, sure, he'll, he'll know he needs to eat, but like, is there someone in the kitchen? The tower is very well staffed with mostly unseen servants, uh, but typically the occupants don't have to worry about basic needs. To be clear, Renair is not necessarily suggesting that you should do this. He's making sure that you understand that it is. Mm -hmm. Well, on that note, then, if we feel that, if we decide that going into the portal to the Shadowfell before instilling, instating him as the Blackstaff makes the most sense, Renair, would you be willing for us to leave the map with you? And depending on how long we're gone, seeing if you can decipher the map under Moonlight if we're gone that long, and seeing if you wouldn't take on the mantle of instilling a second Blackstaff? Well, I could certainly work on the map. If there's anything that I can do with, with helping 
the ascension. I certainly will. Uh, I feel like the city, the city needs the Blackstaff. Even in its normal state, the city needs a Blackstaff. But given the current situation, I feel like this is a, an incredibly high priority. Yes, of course. So what if we were to take tomorrow, and I'm saying this to the group again, uh, we get whatever supplies we think we'll need. We talked to Dernan about Shadowfell. Um, we get Marin back to Troll Skull, let Irk, you know what's going on. And then Marin, we give you the map. And the axes. Potentially. Right? Give them the axes or at least as well. At le- that or at least have the axes at Troll Skull, not with us. It wouldn't make yeah, sense for us to right. bring those. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Um, no, I thought they said that those were really good weapons. But he wants to. That none of on. us can wield except Dawn. And I'm not sure what they do. So. Yeah, they're useless. I'd hardly like to find out they do nothing at the well, worst the, possible time. If if your point is that if you're gone too long, I should do whatever it takes to install him, and we know these are a part of it, it wouldn't do us any good to have them with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the end part of that suggestion is, and then we march into Shadowfell. Into the Shadowfell, yeah. Boldly into the Shadowfell. Boldly. <laughs> All right. Well. All right. Well, we attempt to close it from this side, and then if we can't, then we march boldly. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's fair. You're right. If we go look at it, I, I just have this picture in my mind that it's going to be, uh, we're going to go back down in our little crypt, and there's going to be a big gaping hole in time and space, and shadow monsters are going to be pouring out of it. And the longer we stand there and wait, the more shadow that's going to be pouring out of it. So it just feels like take the fight to them. But if we can close it on our side, that would be great. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we already least... tried to put a finger in the dike, so to speak. So for only a 24 hour span. So yeah, but if you cast unless we it, had 100 days cast without it for fail, 100 days, yes, <laughs> without fail, it would only block it in that one spot, but it would block it permanently or any portal from opening in that place. I don't All think right. we have a hundred days though. <laughs> See, I'm with you. I don't, I think, I think every option available to us is equally muddy and equally doomed to failure, but this feels like the one that maybe it's not the safest of all the options. I think the underdark is the safest of all the options, but this also feels like the one that if we pull it off, it's going to do the most good. Well, we and can't my- do the, like complete the carpet because we can't have the descent into the maw until the carpet's finished. So timing-wise, in Z's mind, that'll make sense. Wait, are you when you say Maw, are you talking about the Shadowfell or are you talking about the Underdark? The Underdark. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, they're both under, like in. We're going through a, you know. Right. Don't need the carpet a hole of sorts. <laughs> well, on that note, and I'm not saying that we've decided 100%, but Dernan, what can you tell us about the Shadowfell? Is it, I know less about it than I know about the Feywild. Uh, there are... Remarkably linked, those two places. Uh, the Shadowfell is probably best described as an echo of this plane. It is where, where shadow magic was said to have originally reigned and been intended for. <clears throat> the, the Shadowfell is much like, much like the Feywild, a, a counterpart to the Feywild, if you will. It's where the Feywild is not always, but light and mystical the shadow fell is dark and decay it is like other planes habitable it has its own creatures it has its own cities it has its own places notably it is shar's domain it is uh, where she returned after she 
assassinated Mistra with Sirik. It is, like other planes, a, a place with its own unique challenges. It is not, by any stretch of the imagination, certain doom or death. People do go there. Uh, it's a favorite haunt, if you'll pardon the expression, of many of the creatures that we see here. Ghosts, vampires, some of those like it very much. Um, there is uh, illusions can tend to be very dangerous. Illusions tend to have the potential to be stuck in their creation in the Shadowfell. Um, storms. What else can I tell you? I, I'm, there's much to be known. Is there a wonky time dilation there the way there is in the Feywild? No. Uh, time passes there as it passes here for the most part. There is always a danger of passing between planes of such a thing happening, but it, it, it is not. It's not as confusing as the Feywild. And in that, I technically prefer it to the Feywild. What do you mean by illusions? You said get stuck? The Shadowfell is a, has a very strange connection with the Weave. Uh, there are illusion spells that I have seen create illusions. Create, uh, for example... The spell that some wizards use to, to duplicate themselves or, or clerics or some of you, uh, I've seen a duplicate get stuck in existence where it would not dissipate and became a duplicate of its owner. Uh, illusory creatures sometimes forget to be illusions. So we could assume then what we're seeing, while it might technically not be real, could still cause very real harm. Uh, they can become real is the end right. result yes boy talk about timing like i don't i'm feel feel really queasy about the idea of creating z plus in the shadow fell because z plus might come back and kill us all i, I would i would be very cautious about any uh, illusion spells that you use i don't know much about magic myself i don't think any of us does and he looks around at maloon and Rainier. um the Blackstaff would know these answers, ironically. Uh, but I, I would certainly be cautious with illusion spells. Creating a chair is one thing. Creating a Demogorgon, quite something else. Well, if we do have to go through and find a way back to this plane, I would say at least as far as my own abilities are concerned, if I could find the component for plane shift, we could use that to get back here. And mm. if I'm able to get that word of recall spell to work, that could also get us back here. Um, I would caution, I don't know if, we're, if it's just going to be us four or anyone else is coming or volunteering, but word of recall can bring five people besides myself and plane shift up to eight besides me. But I need a component for one and a successful casting of the second for either of them to be a viable option. Uh, another thing that you'll want to be aware of, uh, the Shadowfell, no one moves there on purpose. It claims its residence. You won't want to stay long. Is it sort of like the ethereal plane in that regard? Uh, perhaps. Uh, some of these creatures that you've seen running through here at night, some of those would have been inhabitants of the Shadowfell. Uh, people who accidented upon the Shadowfell or were trapped there or imprisoned there and eventually became the monsters that you see now. Well, we certainly don't intend to stay any longer than necessary. I I think that's a given. Mm -hmm. As long as, you know, I, I feel comforted by the idea that we have a potentially ways back in a crisis. So. Ellie, does your teleportation work across planes or not? I can't remember. No. Okay. So our only way back will be dawn. 
Because yeah, I'm assuming somehow... to, to close the portal, we're going to have to destroy the portal. It's not like we can. I mean, I I think once we destroy it, it's not going to be a viable option for getting back. So, bird, <laughs> yes. Or, I don't know yeah. how much yeah. it would cost, but an extra plane shifting scroll, maybe. Hmm. Renee Darnan, how accessible are magic items these days? Once this moved in the cloud. Not the storm, the cloud. Uh, mo- many magic items did or didn't work. Uh, the faith in them and the trust in them, well, the market supposedly tanked on magic items. Uh, there's still some. We can still get some. And we ought to be able to pick up things at bargain discount. Yeah. <laughs> it's finding someone who still trades in them that is the problem. What is, about her um, name? Yeah. Aurora? Aurora. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Aurora, of course. Uh very likely Aurora could still acquire some some items for you. Uh, she has not been in town, uh, but she's, of course, still operating market stalls. We could certainly check there. Uh, this, this would be a very good time to have a planeskeeper, but alas. No point in dwelling on the things that you don't have. Indeed. Focus on the future. Indeed. So we've been that words. Have we made that decision? Are we... Shadowfell. I, I feel like while that I, I would think Shadowfell makes the most sense as the next step, but I would say we most likely can't make any definitive decisions until we see the state of the city tomorrow after whatever this turbulence is and we see what happens with the blocked portal. Yeah, so I will say that, I mean, you guys have been here for a little bit chatting, solving mysteries with maps, solving mysteries with axes. Um, the, the storm cell that is over over the city of the dead. Uh, it is the thunder is echoing from it. It's definitely getting more severe, um, and it's incredibly loud. Uh, I'll ask uh, Dernan and Renier and Merlin: Is this is this unusually loud, or is this what it's always like on a black night? It's a, it's our first black night. No, uh, no, this is not. This is new. This is PO because, you know, we blocked off because Don blocked off the portals. Right. Or, That's what I'm thinking. I think that is a reasonable assumption. They're very angry. Well, that's good. Then you did something productive. <laughs> In the cloud is sentient? Sentient? I know. That's what I just, that just oh, dawned on me. We, we asked that last week. It was something was definitely amiss. I sensed it with my hand and it wasn't that I could get the sense like, oh, it's thinking, but it was definitely a reaction to whatever yes. happened in the cemetery. Uh, there is an obvious connection. Yeah, it might be a vibration yeah. kind of thing. It might be a good way to describe it. Yeah. A what? A, what? A, vibration, yeah. a vibration in the force. Ah. You know, that odd sense you get when someone's really ticked off at you and you can feel it from like a long way away across the ether. That's what I'm getting. Used to that. So once the sun rises, we go there. Is that the deal? Unless we want to make a few. I mean, we've got until one o'clock in the afternoon, so we could make a few side trips. If there's anything anyone feels like we need to make a side trip for, Don, I don't know if your business at the hall is something you can conclude in the morning. Or if you guys uh, want me to go shop at Aurora's, I can do that. Yeah, whatever the spell components are. What What is this component that you're worried about finding? Uh, it's a tuning fork of some sort with an engraving of, I would assume, any plane. I would prefer the, the material plane. plane. Going to. 
Yeah. Is it two? Cause it just says, it just says a tuning fork with a symbol to a plane. Is it um, one per plane out of, out of character mechanics question? Checking. Is this well, I only asked because plane and, shift. Um, eight, not Eden. And uh, what's his name? Andrew. Andrew. I wanted to say Aaron because Marin <laughs> and Andrew. No, more. Um, Andrew had a whole ring of them. Yeah. Which made me mm-hmm. think that he needed one per plane he was, you know, bouncing around in. Um, so Somewhere there's got to be a working music shop. And then I'm sure our blacksmith friends could quickly engrave a symbol on there. That's just still blacksmith there because last we saw still... the Steven steel was not yeah, there anymore. Oh, well, we'll have to yeah. find some new blacksmith seen, friends. You haven't seen those people anyway. <clears throat> So out of out of character mechanics, it does not say you have to have a fork per plane, but I know that Ander did have a ring of them. Yeah, I'm I'm almost positive, and I'm trying to clarify. And and if I can't clarify quickly, we'll just make the call. Um, it needs to be the the tuning fork. Um, typically, is attuned to the plane you want to get back to. But I have to figure like your your originator. Okay. Okay. So on that note, then I would say right now I'm looking for one, but at most two. I'm checking. I'd say to the group. Honestly, that would make sense. Like the fork. You have to resonate like the to the plane you're to going get, to. Right. Yeah. You, yeah. Like it would take you to the plane you want to go to. So we would need one attuned to the prime material plane. Mm-hmm. Can you use it to bamf to anywhere on the prime material plane? Or do you have. To- uh, if there's a circle, then yes. Actually, no, it has to be. You have to travel to a different plane. But technically, I could. But when we come back. You can use. Sorry. To. to- yes get to so the way yeah place. i can i can describe a location like i could say i want to plane shift to the yawning portal or i could say i want to plane shift to troll skull circle from the shadow fell i can land on a specific circle or a general location so, it could so if be i said water deep a, the spell the magic yeah. sort of designates where within water deep i would land so it could be a really expensive way to like if we wanted to teleport to the middle of that desert that we have to go to, we could teleport to the uh, Shadowfell and then tato- teleport to the desert. Yes, Technic- technically, yes. In there, and not teleport, but we could plane shift to the plane shift to the Shadowfell and then plane shift to the desert. Yes. You, um, yeah, was it checking? You don't have to have been there to do that. No, if right. I know the sigil sequence of a circle. So we are going to. I'm at the desert. Sorry. No, like, I do not have to have been there. Uh, we're going to make the call that the tuning fork has to be tuned to the plane of your destination. Okay, so then Barrett, I would need to if we wanted to use plane shift to get to oh. go anywhere. Yes, but right. in terms of getting but back, t- no, the, right. the paramount would be material plane. Yep. Um, and I that think- really wasn't Barrett asking, that was just Travis no, metagaming, like, oh, well, you could use this to actually bamf away and bamf back to a different place. Theoretically. 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 Okay. Um, so Dernan would probably be able to source a tuning fork, um, or at least someone who could make one. But Renair would probably add, perhaps that's another reason to get into Blackstaff Tower, because there are things mm-hmm. that may be helpful resources. Although, if you are considered enemies of the tower, you may not be able to withdraw any of those things. So still a question, still an open question. Again, he's, it's not something he's necessarily arguing for, just pointing out. Uh, a question on the moonlight since the storm has moonlight ever permeated at any phase the net and the clouds above the city not anywhere that i personally have seen 
Um, however, in, and he's thinking through, I mean, you can tell he's, he's referring to his historic, um, in the city of the dead, I know there is a area, or at least historically used to be an area that the weather above it is always clear. I don't know that anyone has checked to see if that area is currently clear, the shadow cloud that hovers over us now. But perhaps that area and what is needed are one and the same. I would have to check. I, d I don't recall off the top of my head even which book I read that in. But there's some protection over this particular tomb, this particular area that prevents the weather from changing above it. We might have access to moonlight there if, if it's still working, if it even is. But then theoretically, that spot should right now not have a storm over it. But it's a new moon. I know right. it wouldn't help us, yeah. but we could at least verify it. If, if, we, if we do decide to go dive into the Shadowfell, we can maybe make a side trip there on the way just to see if the weather is clear well, over top of that tomb. Even now, if just so we no, know, yeah, if there's no moonlight above that spot, stars should be very clear. Because the cloud is covering all of the city right. lanterns. I have no memory of which tomb or what area of, of the city of the dead that that is, uh, unfortunately. I, but I could very easily consult the library. It wouldn't take long. In your library? <laughs> yes. You happen to have a book on symbols of the plains? Symbols of the plains. Oh, um, not that I remember. Not anything. My, my library is particularly water deep history for the most part. Um, not, not a lot of magic resources there for sure. Well, I mean, this is a lot, but if we do need the three quarter phase of the moon and we aren't going to the Shatterfell just yet, the only other thing I can think to suggest at this point is I just hold to an incredibly strict schedule, cast forbiddance every day until at least the three quarter phase. That would give us time potentially to see what area of the cemetery does not have the net over it or the storm um, that might help cut down on the amount of monsters in the city. I mean, 14 days is a significant span of time, but if we decide to stay in the city during that, that would give all of us, I think, time to do something to at least plateau the damage being done. Do we know, this is from Renier, do we know what the long-term impact of keeping it closed will be? Do we have... Any theories? Wow. Ideas? Would not be, you know, would not increase in power. Yeah. Uh, monsters theoretically should stop coming through it because it wouldn't be there, as well as shadow not adding to the darkness above the city. That being said, I've, I mean, it might summon Dreslin. It might open another portal somewhere in the city. But if that portal is closed, best case scenario, no more monsters and the net at least stabilizes. And you could do that. You could do that every day for a period of time. If we uh, I would say... I, I could heartily attempt. I have the components. I would need to be in that spot uh, roughly 11 minutes before the spell would fade so that my spell can kick on. Uh, if the portal even opens for a second, my spell should theoretically block it as it's trying to open. Um, it wouldn't by any means permanently close unless I had 100 days in which to cast the spell, but I could make a manual effort to block it every day until we go to the Shadowfell, at which point the portal would open as normal until we find a way to close it. Very well. So then, well, you can't get to the Shadowfell with the portal sealed, correct? Correct. But my spell does only last 24 hours. 
which is why I would need to be there every day for an air. <laughs> yeah, what a great, um, great field trip to have to do every day. Gotta go. <laughs> if it has to be done, it has to be done. Indeed. And Renair, I know your main goal is the relief of Waterdeep, and I sympathize with that greatly. Come to kind of think of the place as home, which for a sailor is saying something, but we do have to continue to think about the bigger picture as well. So of course. Of course. while we could have Dawn stay here for a hundred days or whatever, casting this spell, I believe any cleric of his power level would be able to to do it. Maybe maybe we need to search for a replacement or a substitute or a something. I would say that is possible, but we would need to give them the ash ring because it's Correct. a 100% spell failure. So we would lose that. But I mean, if that means that someone is still closing the portal. Right. And again, I'm not saying that short term, maybe it is a good idea. Maybe it gives us the relief we need. Maybe we'll see something tomorrow morning about the storm. Oh my gosh. The city of the dead that makes it worthwhile doing it because the city of the dead is really, I mean, because the storm is actually diminished enough that it's, this is worth doing, but. Uh, Don's yes, gonna Don. pipe up and say, "Forgive me, I got, I got forbiddance and Temple of the Gods confused. <laughs> Temple of the Gods is 100 days, forbiddance is only 30." Oh, well, oh. <laughs> that's a different <clears throat> difference. That is a that's a yeah significant difference. Um, so we could search for a cleric who could do this for 30 days, and then the portal would be sealed. The portal would the portal would be sealed, but as a result of any portals ever being opened again within the area of that spell. Another portal could open up outside of that designated ring of protection, but a portal could not open up again in that particular tomb. So it would close all portals within that range. Any interplanar travel permanently. There, yes. are a number of, there are a number of spells or portals in the City of the Dead. Uh, the, it was a, a way to prevent overcrowding it would only, I will say, it would only affect that particular dilapidated chapel. Chapel. Oh, I see. Uh, one basement. It would not overreach into other tombs. Very well. Well, perhaps we should have started looking for that person earlier. Yeah. What are you doing, Renee? Well, we were only here for two days, so we only just found out about this particular uh, spell, right? Yeah, I couldn't have done this a 10 day ago. Very well. You need access to the Shadowfell. Mm-hmm. For more than one reason, correct? Apparently. Well, what are the other reasons? It's either to close it or if we end up having to go break Elminster out. But I don't oh. know if that's now. That's yeah, later. we're not. That is, that is a reason to have access. That's the question. By that time, Dawn will have a whole key ring full of planes. We'll be <laughs> able to just. <laughs> I suspect there's something Z has to learn from the Shadowfell. I don't know what that is, but. Considering he's having these um, dreams about shadow and light and how to work them and weave them, I think a trip to the Shadowfell scares the hell out of him. But I think at some point there's something he's supposed to learn from Shadowfell. It's just a theory, but I'm guessing. Is there not some other reason? Dernan, didn't you mention some other reason to go to Shadowfell? Dernan would uh, blank for a minute and then wonder about Char and the other stone you were supposed to acquire. Wow. If like, Damien Crail is in the Shadowfell, yes, but... Oh, and then I would also remember, I could attempt to scry him. He is in the Shadowfell. <laughs> That's his home. Okay. Right. Okay. 
Well, good to know, Jordan, because at this point we had no idea where he was. <laughs> uh, well, then, yes, theoretically, he would be an absolute reason to go. So, Renair would add, if we decided to close the portal, and that's currently your best and easiest way in and out of the Shadowfell, if we waited for you to do whatever it is that you need to do, and then installed a cleric to be at that location every day for 30 days, we could close this and end the cloud over Waterdeep, theoretically. Is that correct? We, we just Again, don't know. The portal to the Shadowfell would be blocked in that location. If right. there's no portal forthcoming after that, my theory is the storm would state the storm. The net would stabilize because it is no longer being fed from the source. Unfortunately, nothing is guaranteed. But that's my best projection. And they could reopen the portal in the middle of the yawning portal. Indeed. Very well. Something to think about for certain. All this time in the Mama Thatch. That sounds like a great thing. How, when do we when do when do we go to the when when does he get to go to talk to Mama Hat Mama Thatch in, in the, the uh, helms? Tomorrow morning Tomorrow after morning. the storm blows over tonight. Correct. If you want to go now, I can send you. Well, I can try to hear the teeth actually work. You broke up, Stefan. I didn't hear all that. I said if you wanted to go now, I could send you, but I can at least I can try. I can't guarantee it will work. Teleportations. Yeah, no, I, I like the idea of playing with the Thunderballs tonight and doing it in daylight. So I don't know about you guys, but all this thinking is me. Is what? All this thinking has me tired. Time for a break then? Because it's eight o'clock. Yeah. Already. Or a long rest, whatever it is that we end up doing. I don't know. (laughs) We'll we'll do a break first and then you can figure that out. How about that? All right. Cool. Back shortly. Okay. Welcome back from break. (laughs) 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 Yes. Damien Crail has the Shadowstone and is in Shadowfell, presumably. His last known location. <clears throat> I just had this moment of picturing Barrett in the Shadowfell, just yelling, Crail! Like Hector! <laughs> to exactly. summon him out. <laughs> <laughs> and Z cowering in some corner somewhere. I don't like this. 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 I don't wish LZ has to react to that. It's just going to happen. It just is. Okay, so we are back. Absolutely. And uh, I will say that the storm... That is, again, the storm that has begun tonight, that is raging over the city of the dead, uh, continues to grow more fierce. No one is willing to look outside to see what it is doing. None of the patrons. I think that's what we should do, though. Yeah, I've, I've been wanting to take a peek outside. There's a, a window of some sort accessible towards the sky, like looking towards the sky, like a, in um, Yawning Portal. I think you would need to go upstairs to be able to see that. Got legs. Mm-hmm. Sorry? I said I have legs. Oh, well, that's convenient. The the whole leg thing. Uh, yeah, you'd need to go upstairs. Let's but there, presumably your room's up there. Uh, Renair, would you mind staying here with Marin? No, of course not. So marching and... upstairs, Dernan would give you um, a key to a room so that you could get into one of the rooms. And looking to the north, uh, what you see is well first of all i'm gonna go ahead and say we've we've had nightfall at this point because you've been there for a couple hours right um so what you see from here is not much remember there there aren't many lanterns lit in water deep on the regular anymore uh it is black night so what lanterns would normally have been lit 
are not, as the curfew would have gone into effect before the lamplighters could do what they do. Um, so there are no, the city is in darkness, just complete plunged into darkness. Looking to the north toward the city of the dead, it is, wait, that's a lie. Looking to the northeast, um, to the city of the dead, is um, you can see over the city, you can see lights on in windows, you can see a few um, a few of the monuments, uh, the what is in your way at this point is um, just some of the higher buildings, but it doesn't matter because off in the distance, you can see flashes of silver lightning. You can see um, the storm is, I mean, raging. The lightning is almost constant. The thunder that goes with it is um, growing more deafening. This is a storm, a Bruin, and it's a big one. Um, what the result of it will be as far as damage to the city of the dead or whether or not it will move, that's not obvious through a quick um, glance, but it's uh, it seems to be localized to where you were. It doesn't seem to be moving, but it's it's not huge in size, huge in strength, all that. So the storm, as the storm kind of rages, you can see also looking out the window at the streets below you, um, I will say the creatures that are normally kept at bay or at least reduced by the hunters, Renair and his team, um, are running wild in the streets, um, completely unchecked in every direction. I would say it would disturb you at the, at the very least, it would disturb you to keep the window open for too long, just for fear of having folks come in, having folks, <laughs> monsters come in. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's where we are. The result that you can see. There is nobody on the streets. Nobody is out um, except for what you now assume are um, doppelgangers walking through the streets because you see peasants and farmers and things a few here and there, uh, but they're walking casually through the streets as if they belong. You would know from previous experience. Do any of those creatures or the doppelgangers look like they are trying to penetrate houses, which would be no. a new thing? Okay. Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. No, they are not. The, the new thing about them, though, I mean, not that you've observed them a long time, but we'll presumably right. go and talk to Renair or whatever. Um, the new thing about them is that they are frantic. They're moving through the streets in mad dashes. They're, um, something is a myth for sure for the creatures. Could I roll, um, and I would say this is a medicine check because I'm not like next to one uh, appraising it, but could I see if the behavior of them just as monsters seems erratic, like in a rabid sense versus we have the streets, gang? Like, yeah, does it seem like there? Mm -hmm. uh, insight? Yeah, I think we're, we'll just do, because you're trying to figure out the motives of their behavior. Uh, 19. Um, yeah, rabid would be the best explanation for it. Um, even the, the pack dogs that you had seen traveling in groups are no longer mm -hmm. together in groups. It's as if something has disrupted their normal patterns. What, what they would normally be doing tonight, they are not able to do. <clears throat> okay. Um, seeing that I would like to attempt to send Erky. Sure. Uh, I'm going to try it without the ring. So I'll roll for it, but I will tell him. Uh, we're indoors. Do not go outside. Do not open the windows for any reason. Right. Okay. Like at that uh, intense Wait, urgency. Did you? Never mind. Well, you left Aiden at the tavern. 
I know. Is that what but you're about I, to say? We don't know that you're, I, if you don't know that you're sending to him. I would I say as I'm talking, I mean, you can try to talk over me and I can try to quickly add it. <laughs> Just to make sure that Aiden and what's his face? Jiggly. Squiggly. Jiggly. <laughs> you can never remember them. <laughs> Jigglypuff. Squiggly with a D. Okay, unless, it's, unless it's the boys. <clears throat> 35. Uh, 35. That should go through. I think it does. Yeah. in the 25. Yeah, I think you're in 25 range, aren't you? Okay, and I'll wait for, yes. Okay, uh, you get a, a very quick and urgent reply from Erky. Uh, Erky says, we are inside. The noises outside are unsettling. I trust Marin is in good care. Be safe. Perfect. Uh, so then I would turn to Ellie. Uh, they're, in the, they're in the tavern. They're staying inside. Um, he said the noises are unsettling, which makes total sense. Um and then I'm going to, because we have this, the, I, I want to send the father to let him know we'll be there tomorrow. Does anybody have anyone they can think of that's of more import to send before I do that? He's thinking. I don't he think looks so. contemplative. I'm trying to think of who would to talk to anyone else. We talk like Mert or anyone before we go to Shadowfell. That could be in the morning though. Yeah, we're not going tonight. This is the, uh, everyone bunker down, hunker down. <laughs> You know, when you've got extras, just send a note to Elminster and say, hey. That'll have to be tomorrow. Oh, you're still <laughs> alive. Okay, I will attempt to send Pops Evencrest. All right, uh, we're inside. Uh, unusual circumstances. Helm watch over the hall. We'll try to be there tomorrow. Don't open doors if you can't help it. 25. Very good. Ooh, 16. Doesn't go through. 16, yep. So I would just say you're getting a response. Um, there is a <clears throat> an empty feeling to the spell as well. So it's not getting... that you're getting no response. You're you're pretty confident that it didn't go through. All right, I'm gonna use the ring, burn a fourth level, goes through as far as I know. Yeah, that would that would then go through. Uh, to which cleric to bishop. <laughs> you went straight to even crest, yes? Yes. Okay. Uh, his response is um Classically feeble now, tired anyway. Um, we are secure. The hall is locked tight. The noises are troubling, but we will be fine. Thank you. Right. I would just nod to the group and I'd say, uh, if possible, then I'm reserving what energy I have left for tonight for the worst. Helm forbid that happen. Okay. Good deal. Just a question. Is this the same night? I mean, when we... Sorry, I when we closed the portal in the morning, I mean, earlier, was it in the morning? No. Early afternoon. Yes. But it's the same day, right? Yes. It is the 13th. 14th. It is the 14th tonight. Yes. So you can use the ring more than once? Yes. As long as you have spell slots above the level of the spell you're trying to cast. Yes. Snack. Okay. And you can use 11, you know, a level seven spell to cast a level four or 11 six spell slot. Oh, okay. It's not... I almost said chronologically level. It doesn't have to be adjacent. No, 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 no. Anything more powerful mm. than, than what it is. Good to know. So okay, but my, my initial level five, it has to be a six or seven or eight. Got it. Okay. I thought if it was a five, it had to be a six. If it was a six, it had to be a no, seven. No, no, no. Sorry. Sorry. Just one. Okay. Spot, just above. Gotcha. Okay. Well, my my earlier, I'm saving my magic in case the worst happens still stands. So <laughs> good to right, know. Right. Oh my gosh. Right. That means I could cast. I don't want to have to do this, but I could cast like. Six revivifies. Oh. <laughs> you could also 
well, correct me if I'm wrong, you could also use it to cast word of recall. I mean, not word of recall, the one that makes the sanctuary to like commune. The one that you were trying to do earlier. Word of recall. No, I could still only do that once. It's a sixth level spell. I only have one seventh level spell slot. That's the one that allows us to then be able to come back. Yes. So theoretically, I could cast it twice. Once at the normal level with the risk of failure or once with guaranteed success with the ring. That's not the spell then. What would... Are you talking about commune where I just ask three questions? No. The one you were trying to cast while we were in the spell. That was word of recall. That was word of recall. I did not have the ring. So I cast it with a spell slot that it's at the level of... And that was before, out of character, that was before we knew we were rolling for it to work. No, I know. So it creates a sanctuary and then you can cast it no. later. Oh, okay. No, no, no. So for me to, okay. Yeah, I'm For confused. me to set up, no, no, no. Okay, for me to make that, I have to cast, as far as Don knows, two stone shapes to make op- an opulent spot for Helm. Mm-hmm. I then cast Ceremony at the second level to mm-hmm. consecrate it. And then I cast word of recall to designate it. So I have to cast stone shape to make like an alcove, a okay, second stone so shape to add stones for like, to make it pretty because how much shiny things I cast ceremony to make it like a little holy spot. And then I cast word of recall to designate that the place we land. So it's like a Dawn quote unquote teleportation sanctuary. No, yeah, I understand. I just didn't realize you have to cast the spell to designate as well as cast the spell later to send us. Yeah. So as an example, if I set up one of those spots at the hall, I do not have to cast ceremony because it is a temple for Helm already. I just pick like where in the temple I would like us to land. So then my point is using the ring, you already did ceremony and you already did the stone shaping. You can cast Word of Recall at Troll Skull with the ring and guarantee it works. Yes, I just have to have a long rest because I am out. Yeah, of, not yes. Yeah, not yes. Today, yeah. Dawn. yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, yes, Ellie. <laughs> Tomorrow or the next day. Yes. Okay. Yes, that's, I could. That's the words this whole roundabout can be. Don pulls out like a scroll schematic for how to set up a Word of Recall sanctuary. All right, here's how it works. He <laughs> does not look at it. In a PDF. <laughs> In a PDF. It's a free download. Uh, so yes, for word of recall to land somewhere that I designate, it is homebrew four spells. Yeah, I'm just talking specifically about the spell that yes. failed. Yes, I could, after the next long the rest, ring. guarantee yeah. it is recalled using the ring. So that would benefit us for the second escape route from the mm-hmm. Shadowfell, which is absolutely the whole- Absolutely. That's the only way it would work. That's the only way yeah. I could use that spell to get us back. Yeah. Very well. So for really quickly, for full clarification, though, if we wanted to set one up, let's say at the hall, even though it's already a place for Helm, Don still has to cast it to designate this is like Don's pinpoint. So anywhere we go, I still have to cast it at least once in the spot we want to land. I have to visit that prior. So yeah. Yes. yeah. Okay. You have to drop a pin. Yes. I have to favor that location. Oh my that should actually be the spell component is that you take a pin and you drop it and it yeah, has to <laughs> land in the floor. Pin of recall. Very well. Um, so a couple of send, uh, a couple of messages sent out. You're still on the second floor. Uh, there is an increased sense of danger after having seen um, the storm. The, the shuddering of the building from just the sounds of the thunder 
is much more marked here on the second floor. Um, the yeah, the storm itself, while clearly not traveling towards you, is is having an impact, um, at least emotionally. Uh, are you headed back downstairs? Sure. I think we should. I think we should tell Jernan what we've seen. Okay, great. So he can handle his tavern accordingly. Yeah, so he would be eager. To... It's bad. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. Mm-hmm. Very well. Uh, so Dernan would actually call to hearing that news from you guys, but call to Bonnie. Um, and he, he tells Bonnie, let's batten down the hatches, Bonnie. And she uh, doesn't take an insight check to see that her face kind of pales a little bit as she moves back towards a back room um, to do something. So you've still got Maloon and Renair. Um, both are planning to stay the night, obviously, in the tavern. Um, you were talking about a long rest just a second ago. Unless there's anything else anybody wanted to talk about, anyone else? Racking my brain. So I will just add, um, while you have access to Dernan, there there is a fairly substantial about a a fairly substantial amount of information about the Shadowfell that he could certainly pass on as the evening progressed mm-hmm. over, you know, over a pint or whatever. Um, so I'm just going to assume at some point that he gives you guys. Z would be very interested in that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But rather than me just giving it all to you, I'm going to say he familiarizes you with the Shadowfell um, mm-hmm. so that you, you have a vague concept of how to get around depending on where the portal goes. Nobody knows that. Nobody knows where the portal would drop you. Um, typically, the shadow fell being an echo of this plane is organized similarly, where there are big cities here, there are big cities there. So presumably, you would drop into a city if you're dropping directly into the corresponding in the shadow. Um, he gives you a general idea of how to get around where Shar's tower is. Uh, known bits of information that that he knows. At least he doesn't. He's not. He doesn't have an encyclopedic knowledge of the Shadowfell, but he's definitely been there. He's fought there a few times. It's not his favorite place to be, but he likes it better than the Feywild. So, he looked into the ethereal ethereal plane from there. Has he looked into the ethereal plane from there? Was that your question? Yes. No. Definitely not. And does, here at does magic different? Say it again. Does magic work differently? Are there things we need to know to be able to use what we normally do? The only thing he knows about, as far as in terms of magic working differently, is being careful with uh, spells from illusion, the illusion school, because illusion. Some, of the, some of those illusions will become permanent, could become permanent. Cultural things we need to know about, such as uh, be careful about making deals. Uh, so a little bit about that. So uh, you will encounter people who look like you, for the most part, that will be obvious that they're not you know, from the material plane, um, they will look hungry and ragged and some will be wearing chains. Some will be, um, some will be in some sort of deformation as they progress to become the creatures of the shadow fell. Um, those people are on one side or the other of their descent into becoming creatures of the shadow fell. And you cannot easily discern which one. So essentially don't trust anybody is what he would tell you um the the visitors who are on this side of becoming creatures of the shadow fell maintain their well i guess in game out of game speak they they maintain their alignment so they are if they are good when they get there they are still good until they cross a certain threshold 
in their descent into becoming a creature of the Shadowfell, at which point they become, for the most part, chaotic evil, depending on what they're attached to or what their goals are. Um, there are also a f- substantial number of lawful evil societies, um, but evil definitely Shadowfell, for sure. So don't trust anyone. I don't know if he has any knowledge of this, but does getting hurt in the Shadowfell or getting hit by these creatures hasten the progression of like the deformities, like if one of us was to get hit with one of that, like by one of them, just being compromised or wounded there. So there are denizens of the Shadowfell creatures that just live there. And some of those are the ones that you've seen roaming the streets here um, that have come up through the Shadowfell. Those creatures typically, and that's one of the things that the, they have brought with them and they have strengthened through the shadow magic that's pouring into Waterdeep. Um, those creatures typically have some way of speeding your progress to becoming uh, a denizen of the Shadowfell. Either they steal your psyche altogether or um, make you uh, not want to go back anymore, uh, messing with your mind. In addition, some of them will just plain eat. So um, yes, generally any creature... Any creatures that attack you that are denizens of the Shadowfell, and he would give you a, a rough. Uh, you've seen several in Waterdeep. Um, those would definitely be ones to worry about if if they were to take your soul, so to speak. Oh, I seem to be full of air quotes. Yeah, I'm, as my notes, it's just almost one big long thing of air quotes. <laughs> um, on that note, then, have you ever encountered Thernan anyone in the Shadowfell that's worth saving, or should we just consider everyone we meet to be hostile? Uh, you should consider them all. Uh, there are certainly some worth saving. There are certainly some capable of saving. Differentiating between the two is challenging. Uh, some are there on purpose and cannot find their way out. Some, even if you help them, lead them to a way out, they still will not be able to follow. As a general rule, look after your own. And then uh, Renera does have two people who came up through that hole. He would also be able to fill you in on and they could probably fill you in on they remember. Are they, are they interested in taking a trip with us? Uh, Renair would probably say no. To they, they were able to escape. Their memory there is... They don't have any memory of the events that happened there, but they may have a memory of the creatures or things they encountered, things like that. But no, they would not have any interest in going back, having just escaped themselves. Fair enough. And they're protecting water. Um, but uh, as far as Special weapons or anything like that, there's nothing that Durnan would necessarily recommend. It's not um, It's not a place that's going to, you know, all of a sudden all your metallic weapons stop working or anything weird like that. Uh, he does not know where Crail is um, in, in the Shadowfell, just that he's there. Crail uh, used to have a separate domain, separate from, from Char's Tower, um, but that was destroyed when he lost favor with her. So Crail could be anywhere. Uh, do either Dernan or Renair know what happened there? Like the history mm-hmm. of that? Of Crail losing favor? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's very little known about that. Um, Dernan probably would know as much as anybody, save Silverhand. Um, and he would, he would tell you Silverhand would know. Um, but uh, Elminster obviously would also know. Crail uh, was in was supposed to be assisting with the assassination of Mistra and um, somehow failed to do whatever it was he was supposed to do. And through that, um, 
the he misplaced the shadow stone and that was what actually um but eventually he did whatever nobody knows what he did to mm-hmm. regain her trust not necessarily her favor she is no longer his right hand because of the incident you mean he is he no, is longer, no her, longer yeah sorry right he is no longer her right hand because of the okay but according to the information we have we can assume he does have the shadow stone uh no one knows that he doesn't no one you've talked to none okay okay that, none of the lore that cool. any of these people have encountered um and elminster thought he still had it so mm-hmm. okay in as much as that helps you so as it stands um Renair is very interested in installing a cleric that can begin casting the spell and sealing the hole permanently mm-hmm. um so that i mean he would ask like that's what he wants to do to protect the city. Okay. Uh, I could ask at the hall for you when we go. I'm, I'm with us to the hall. I'm saying, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or, or if you know someone at the hall or can get someone at the hall. He's interested in making sure that happens for the city. That's his goal. Um, mm-hmm. He wants to do it as swiftly as possible. If it has to be done 30 days in a row. 29. Right. <laughs> Except we need the portal. So if you, don't seal it until we're back. Please. If you're going through the mm-hmm. portal. Uh, that was my question. Can we begin sealing it if you have another way back? Or uh, I would have to make sure that I have access to those two spells before I could definitively say that I know of a way back for us. Very well. So, so go ahead. Sorry. No, if Dernan could source the tuning fork, that would be great. Uh, to the Shadowfell, if you could somehow manage two, just in case, one for the material plane, one for the Shadowfell. Um, but ultimately, the, ma- no, the material plane one is the one we need for the spell. Yes. Shadowfell for going through the portal. Preferably one for both, but material plane takes precedence. Well, being in the material plane, that one will be certainly easier to come by. Uh, if if there isn't one that can be created, it may take a few days, but if we cannot find one. Uh, I don't see any harm in starting the process for finding one for the Shadowfell, but I wouldn't think that we assume we need it if we're going to hop through the portal. Very good. I uh, would actually step out and you see him lean oh. over to a patron um, who kind of nods and then he comes back into your into the room. I just talked with one of Aurora's. Uh, he believes he can probably get it in the morning if she has them. Would would they have knowledge of uh, symbols of other planes as well? Whoever you're contacted. Uh, mm, no, I wouldn't think so. You're welcome to ask. It's just a, a gentleman sitting at the bar that works for Aurora's or with Aurora. Hi, Barry. Well, between the hall and Renair's library, there has to be a book that has the planes for the, the symbols for the planes. That can't be secret knowledge. Maybe. But, I asked Renair, he said he's not sure because right, his but, library is full of water deep history, not necessarily magic stuff. Yeah. So you're talking about the, the symbols that represent each plane? That's yeah. what it says. Yeah. That's what it says we need on the on the tuning forks. On the tuning fork. Oh. That, that can't be that big a deal. I mean, yeah, I would imagine it's like knowing, you know, other countries' flags. Yeah. <laughs> it shouldn't be that big a deal, but hey, it is. I don't know. Um, I don't read that on that. Spell. Says, or was it? Pulling it back up. It does need to have a symbol attuned to a particular plane of existence. A forked um, metal rod worth at least 250 gold attuned to a particular plane of existence. So it may not yeah, Ellie, are you, Sorry, Stefan, you're talking about, though, your other thing, right? You need the symbol of the plane. I just need well, the fork attuned to the plane. 
I do need the symbol of the plane, but I don't know why my memory Anders keys had symbols on them, but I could have been wrong and I'm mixing the two components. So it was like a, to know them ahead of time meant that when we needed oh. to go to a different plane, okay. Don would have access to that symbol as well as just getting another fork and then figuring out how to, I don't know, stone shape it. But if okay, you don't so need it for plane shift, then I'm just asking for my benefit. Gotcha. So Anders, um, Anders had symbols just to differentiate them one from the next. Okay. So just like, you know, a red key and a blue key and a green key and an orange key kind of situation. Just gotcha. to be able to... I didn't. Okay. Um, well, the... I, guess, I mean, Ellie wouldn't have known that. So it's. No, 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 Ellie knows. The, um, the, the tuning fork being attuned to a particular plane is actually done during the creation of the fork. So you can't like. Gotcha grab one and you know mm -hmm. rub it against your sleeve while you're in this other plane and retune it to somewhere else it's during the forging of the fork that that it is attuned to a particular plane mm -hmm. it's a frequent out of decoration yes mm -hmm. so in terms of I, I misunderstood your question i think i'm sorry about that but in terms of what the the symbols that represent each plane um I mean, that would be, that would be fairly common knowledge, to be honest, at least for most of the common plane. Um, that, that would be easy to acquire. I'm sorry, I misunderstood. I thought you meant like um, some, uh, like appropriate characters for a plane, like symbology kind of stuff to be able to read things while you're there and things like that. Oh, no. Like, I mean, if we can get that, but no. Yeah, no, I, th I thought you were talking about much more arcane. I didn't realize you were talking about the, the representation of it. Uh, my apologies. But so, yeah, I mean, yes, those would be for, for the planes that are relatively common that you all would have heard of for the most part. Um, those would be pretty easy to acquire. I mean, there, there may even be some here in the young portal, you know, as you flip through old cosmology books and things like that. It's not super secret arcane knowledge. For those. Uh, it would be considered, you know, um, wizard 101 kind of level stuff as wizards go through academic training. They would they would certainly have that kind of stuff. I mean, not, you know, the farmers aren't going to know all the symbols for all the planes, obviously, but, you know, low-level scholars would know for sure. My apologies. No worries. All right. So the next stop then is Helm's Hall. Is that the plan for tomorrow morning? Is that what I understood? Mm -hmm. We're staying here tonight. Yeah. Okay. So um, the yawning portal probably will not settle down much as far as the evening goes. Um, it's the yawning portal. So the, the normal festivities of the yawning portal are still happening. Uh, people are still jumping into the portal itself, doing wild things like they normally would. Um, people are just, just trying to pretend that there's not that what's going on outside is not going on outside. If you choose to take a long rest, you certainly can. Um, Dernan would be able to offer you probably only one room. Um, so it'd be kind of a, a, a tight fit just because um, lots of people are currently staying at the owning portal, but he would certainly have for you somewhere if you choose to take a long rest. Um, and if you choose to do that, I just need to know what your for said rest. I, I, would think a long rest is definitely in order if there's any chance that we're going to jump into the Shadowfell tomorrow um, or for anything else for that matter. So it feels like the long rest is the right move. Barrett could certainly sling his hammock just about anywhere that could find 18 inches wide and six feet long. So y'all can have the bed or the room or the whatever. Or I could post up in a storeroom or a closet, whatever you want. 
I would prefer we're all in the same room, even if it's cramped. I would just like to keep eyes on all of you if possible. So for that matter, then Z, do you want to cast your tiny hut in a room? I was wondering about that. (laughs) Then we can really just not worry about anything. You know, we need some quiet music with some lavender light so we can get some weaving and some sleeping. What are you weaving just in general, Z? Uh, Z was trying to get two thunderballs and an upender. Okay. And he outright failed one of those, I think. All right. Given the, you know, hubbub. Right. And his nerves. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and all this talk about diving into the shadow fell. The others were in above 85, so I think okay. they're good. Cool. That works. Um, okay, so the room that Durnham provides you is actually the room you went in to look outside. So it's uh, terrifying upstairs until the tiny hut gets cast and then everything seems peaceful. Um, is there any? Is there a watch schedule? Are you just sleeping? What, what's the plan? I think we, we should, should keep have some watch. sort of a watch with Marin, especially, and given what's going on outside. Okay. Um, so, uh, oh, so Marin's with us. Okay. Yeah, I'm not letting him out of my sight. Right. I didn't think about that. Fine. Good thought. <laughs> okay. Um, so I will say, as you guys are talking about it and getting ready to um, to go upstairs and all that good stuff and figuring out what you're going to do, um, Bonnie is busily at work near the ladder of the portal. Um, and you watch as the... Um, the portal itself just shimmers right above it. Mind you, this is a great big giant hole in the middle of this tavern that looks down onto just blackness. And there's this great big ladder and a rope kind of crane from the center. Um, And you watch as whatever Bonnie does creates a shimmer over the entire top of the portal. And Dernan kind of looks back at you guys and says, first time that's been closed in... Um, the other thing that you notice is as Bonnie finishes that up, um, all of a sudden the inside of the tavern gets, or, or rather the outside of the tavern, you hear what appears to be the end of the storm. Um, there's no, no more rattling walls, no more shaking thunder, no, um, yeah, everything calms and everybody inside kind of, kind of one of those when you didn't realize you had white noise until it's gone. Everybody kind of just stops and looks around and then all of the normal hustle and bustle continues as people order their drinks. Um, but for some reason, all of the, the noise has stopped and gives you a key and lets you make yourselves comfortable. And we definitely got to go check back out our window again to see what do we see. Um, roll a perception check, please. Uh, with advantage since everybody's looking. All our little heads stacked in the Right, like Muppet Man. <laughs> roll. Roll. Oh yeah, forty-nine, thirty. Uh, okay, so natural you, twenty. Yeah, you see into next week. No, um, I would say Barrett, you take a peek out the window, and and having just looked out the window with Don, um, it becomes pretty obvious the outside of the building, um, at least the bits that you can see, has that same shimmer to it that, that you just saw form over the portal. Um, the walls upstairs are no longer shaking, or at least you can't hear them shaking. Um, it appears as though the entire portal, the entire yawning portal has some magical defense that has been erected. Uh, as far as everything going on outside that you can see visually, nothing has changed. The monsters are still running wild. Uh, they have started 
making some messes. Um, they don't appear to be having gone into any buildings or anything like that, at least not from where you can see. Um, but they have upturned some carts. There are trash piles that were once neat and tidy that are now strewn through the streets. Um, their wildness seems to be, although they still, as far as you can tell, have not tried to breach any buildings. Hopefully whoever it was that just dove into the yawning portal was like pulled back up before Bonnie sealed it off. But just saying. Maybe, actually, who knows? I mean, you jump into the yawning portal at your own risk. Okay, very well. So that's the situation. And if you're going to run a normal watch schedule, I'll just fill you in um, unless there's anything else you want to do before bed. Yep. I would say I would like to take a couple of minutes to uh, pray for the safety of the city. I'm not casting commune, so I've taken into account the concerns of my friends, but I would definitely, as is my thing, just find some little corner of the room or the hut and just reflect. Okay. If you're casting divine intervention, you're just being so. I'm not. I'm not this time. I'm saving it. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, um, oh, and I, I would have my hand with the eyeball like all the time, just in case there's like a surge. Sure. Just in so, the background. So on that note, for you, for the next, where, whenever your watch is, you do notice a number of fluctuation. Um, okay. I, I wouldn't say there's necessarily a surge or anything that would, that would alert you, make you wake everybody, that kind of situation. But there's definitely a series of fluctuations, um, almost like the volume going down a little bit and coming back up. Mm-hmm. Like a radio signal. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like or, or static kind of or okay. from a steady feeling, a little staticky kind of touch to it. Um, but otherwise, nothing that would alarm you or make you wake everyone. Oh, yes. Well, I don't want to be a rules lawyer, but what level is Tiny Hut? Three, three, four. three, three. Yeah. So Z's. it casts. It casts. Okay, great. Also, it's Z's magic. He'd probably just sit there and crochet a hut, and it would work. Like <laughs> these. Entirely on his own light, which is not affected by any weather. So, okay. But in terms of like my watch, whoever, right before I go to bed, I would pray and then like that's when I would sleep. Noted. Ellie, anything you're doing before bed? Um, If the sanctum isn't open, is it? In the hut? Yeah. Yeah. In the hut. I have taken it. No, it would go up to the limits of the hut. Okay. Outside of the hut. If she can check in with Aiden, that would be great. Um, I don't know if the if they can actually communicate via this distance because who knows? I don't know. Um, but just to like touch base and then just try attuning for the last 30 minutes before she goes to bed to the pendant thingy because she has no idea if it worked the first time or not. Gotcha. Um, okay, so as far as Aiden, you're just checking base just to make sure he's okay? Yeah, um, whether that's, okay, I sense him, then great. But if there's communication, hey, checking, hope you're well. Uh, Don't worry about the noise, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so, so checking in with Aiden, um, Barrett, you get a, um, I don't know how to ex- describe it, uh, Kind of a um, almost a butterfly's feeling in your stomach when she casts the spell, um, or when she not casts the spell, but when she reaches out to Aiden, um, and your scar lights up as her pearl lights up, a, a much brighter light as she reaches out to Aiden. Um, you can't hear the conversation, but uh, you know she's doing something. 
if that makes any sense. You know, whatever the okay. source of this is, is Ellie. Um, uh, Ellie, he can communicate with you. It's very distant, very faint. It's a, um, um, but he, he would express that the storm is cool, um, but you can also sense a little bit under his tone that, that he's a little nervous, but he's safe. And then you're attending to the thing. Sorry, go ahead. Very quick mechanics question because I'm still figuring out the familiar thing. Okay, stout wise, can I sense him in the sanctum or do I have to go out? Because he's technically, the familiar stuff is so like off the map in this game. I'm not sure quite yet what. Yeah, no, I mean, I feel like that would, that would break the sanctum. I don't don't feel like that would, the sanctum would be a barrier to that. Okay, so I can just tell he's alive, but I know I can't communicate. Can't communicate. That's correct. Okay, he's not dead. Cool. As far as I know. Yeah. I'll add that. As far as I know. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, is I'm sorry. No, you go. No, I was just like, is that a is that an assumption that I made then? Or because it doesn't not I assume it's not working the same for Stout and Don as it does for Ellie and Jen. Everything that I mean, I don't know that that Ellie has discovered this yet, but everything that used to be some some way with Aiden is not. Okay, okay. So all the rules with Aiden are, all bets are off. Okay. Go ahead, Barrett. Oh, I was just going to say that as soon as Scar lights up, Barrett probably would look around like, what the heck's going on? Can see Ellie outside the hut, assumes she's doing something. So the moment she comes back in, he would definitely tell her, hey, did you just do some fey magic stuff? Because my Scar lit up. I had a conversation with my brother, but that's it. Just checking on him. Okay, I'm just asking because my scar lit up and I wanted to let you know that somehow I know that you cast magic, that you used your pearl. I just want you to know. So roll um, a perception check, Ellie, please. Sure, there they are. 24. Okay, that's plenty. Um, As Barrett tells you this, this is, I mean, you've reached out to Aiden a thousand times one way or another since mm-hmm. since he's been around um either reaching out to him in another plane to get him where you need him to be blah 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 you've reached out to him a lot um when you first started reaching out this particular time um he seemed very distant very far far away and you concentrated and thought a little bit harder and felt like the connection got stronger the more you thought about it and now that barrett tells you this you would tend to feel like you were using something from within Barrett to strengthen your signal. Um, the the lights in the pearl and his scar would have lit together um, as you drew more from him to do it. Barrett, it didn't affect anything of, of yours, like it didn't draw your key or anything like that. Um, just a, a something within you that she was able to use as an extra resource um, to make that a little stronger. So I'm your antenna. Fay battery. Fay battery. Mm-hmm. Fay battery. <laughs> no, Ellie's the Fay battery. I'm I'm something else. Okay. All right. Interesting. <sighs> well, I didn't mean for that to happen. Um, yeah, and you wouldn't have. It would have been, it would have just happened. Whether you can begin to control it in the near future is another question. But it something happened. And now that Barrett has said that, you realized that. You know, you you didn't have the strength to reach all the way out to Aiden until all of a sudden you did. So there's that. All right, Don, you were going to say one more thing before bed. I thought I thought I saw it. Mm. No. Oh no. Okay. No. Uh, so through the watch, 
Um, I will say at some point in the night, and I don't care who's watching. Well, let me see who's watching. Yeah. We'll find out who's watching. There are four of you. Marin is watching. Who's watching? Um, for the sake of the record, can we have stuck the two axes and the map in the bag of holding? Say that again, please. For the record, can we have stuck the two axes and the map in the bag of holding? Yes. I just need to check one thing real quick. Very good. So whoever is awake, um, which I decided was Don, I think I rolled. Where'd that dice go? Yep, Don. Uh, during your watch, yes. which whenever, wherever that was, I don't know if you were first, middle, last, tell me. Uh, Doesn't matter, I guess. How I'll be, I'll be second. <laughs> that feels uh, right. I'll be second. During your watch, the, um, you feel safe having the protections over the awning portal. You feel safe enough to open the window and leave it open to be able to watch what's going on outside. Um, you are watching and observing and everything outside is getting um, is turning to mayhem as the creatures roaming the streets begin causing more damage, still not trying to get in through doors or windows. They don't appear to be trying to get in. And, um, whatever has been preventing from them from doing that seems to still be preventing. Um, but the, uh, the carts that they've overturned has turned into barrels and crates and boxes overturned, trash piles. The streets are getting messy. The storm to the Northeast um, is roughly double what it was in intensity. Um, you can see visibly in the lightning flashes, you can see debris, trees being uprooted, things like that. Um, the damage that's being incurred in the city of the dead is marked. Um, obviously you can't see too many details, but there's certainly stuff flying around. And then the last thing that happens during your watch is you hear a rustling, um, over near Ellie and, uh, it's kind of a, a clanking noise that comes from near Ellie. And Ellie, why don't you roll? Why don't you roll a perception check, and we'll see if it wakes you. Because I assume I would be sleeping. Can I switch to my passive? Uh, not no, because you can't use passive while you're sleeping. Okay. Yeah, you're sorry. I, I misunderstood the definition of it. Um, wow. Well, it was the same as my passive, so that's a twenty-six. Oh wow. Okay, so you needed a twenty-five. Um, so that's good. No, that's good. So, um, Don, you turn over and look to Ellie to see what mm -hmm. the noise is coming from. Ellie, you notice, you notice at the same time, a noise, kind of a, a clanking of sorts. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's, it's rustling. It's somewhere near your pack. Um, something is moving. Near or in? Uh, I think near, if I have everybody's information correct in my head. God, I don't know. I'm gonna uh, hold the bag aside as I back up as well. So, At like, which I'm... point you see the bag of holding, uh, and there is a arm and a shoulder coming out of the bag of holding. It's a set of armor that looks. Oh very my cool. god! Oh, oh god! Oh no! <laughs> and so, uh, if everybody wants to roll initiative, wait, does this count as? Okay, mechanics question. I can't be surprised. So do we get a free round or do uh, I get a free hit? Nobody is nobody's gonna be surprised. He's gonna okay. he's going to start one round late. <laughs> okay. Well Barrett's asleep. Essentially. Barrett and Z are asleep, right? Well, that's true. Yeah. So I guess I don't need everybody to wake roll initiative unless you wake everybody up. Just a uh um 
not mechanics question, but movement. So when I, when I backed up, I said I had the bag of bling in my hand as I was moving back towards Dawn. So is the, um, is it just falling out of the bag of holding essentially? I still have the bag, right? Uh, okay, so I made an assumption about the bag and you can just correct me if I'm wrong. I made an assumption that your pack and the bag of holding were always near you, but not necessarily the bag of holding, you wouldn't be sleeping with it on you, on your person. No, it would probably be my pillow, but I'm saying, I'm not saying that. When I moved away from Dawn, I grabbed the bag to move because you said it was the sound was next to the bag. Next near to the bag. bag. Yep. So I moved the bag aside with me to like see what was going on. I'm just asking if I have the bag of holding with me now versus is it still on the floor with the thing oh. crawling out? So it is still in my head. And uh -huh. you may have a reason why this is wrong, but in my head, yeah. it's still on the floor. Um, you pulled your pack out of the oh. way to reveal the bag yeah. of holding. Which was right my, yeah, I don't have a separate pack outside of the bag of holding. The, oh. like my Everything I own is in that bag, and I would have oh. probably been like sleeping on it. So Okay, in that, in that case, you would have seen it much faster. You wouldn't have okay. had it. Um, I love the I, idea, though, of the I just like you're sleeping on. That yeah. an arm comes through. Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, that's what I was thinking. I, I don't. Well, I, I mean, I don't disagree yeah, with I guess that technically it was that. <laughs> I guess technically that's what. I, so, Don, you would see an arm. My neck <laughs> is hot now. Grabbing at Ellie as she springs up away from it. Okay, but we'll say the bag of holding is still on the floor. Okay. Yes, but that dictates a lot of what I can and cannot do in this combat, which is why I needed to make sure I understood that because. Sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. You need an initiative roll. Yeah. Um, so Barrett. I'm snoozing. Or do you oh, want me to wake up? Nope. Do you want me to wake up? That's Are we rolling initiative for us two first or what? I mean, I would assume I would wake up, but probably wouldn't get the free round unless they scream. I think Ellie would have yelped from the uh, disembodied arm touching her. Go ahead and roll and we'll just keep you out of the first All right, round. That's fine. I mean, it's cool. I just don't want to metagame. So yeah. What, uh, so what's that's all right. I got a 10 anyway. Okay. Because I can't, I've never rolled a good initiative in this entire campaign. Don. 16. Okay. And Z. Uh, a six after rolling a natural one. Wow. And Ellie. Really sleeping. Um, I rolled an eight. Oh my gosh. Everybody was low this time. So that's Don. Um, okay. Um, so until such time as uh, Barrett and Z are awakened, Don, it is your turn. There is an arm. Uh, up to the shoulder emerging from this bag that Ellie just backed away from, but not a lot. Right, Ellie? Yes. I would I say like five feet away, right? I mean, I, certainly within striking range, I didn't think you'd get very far from the bag of holding. So ever, let alone now. I don't try, but you know. Fair enough. <laughs> okay. Uh, right. Yes, you recognize the armor instantly. You saw it just hours ago. So It's Gremlin. Okay. Um, I would like to free action roll perception at disadvantage because I am going to make an attack roll next. Uh, okay. But I would like the perception check to be for is like the state of the bag. Is the bag on its side and he's crawling out? Is the arm coming straight up? Like the state of the bag as the arm is coming out. Sure, you don't need a perception check for that. It, uh, it is um, it is on its side and the arm is coming out. It, it I mean, it would look very much like someone was crawling out of the bag, not just a... a okay. Arm. Um, 
but the, okay so i do have one question with the bag though is the flap on the ground or is it over the arm does that make sense like which way the, the bag yeah. fell over, over the there. arm okay uh i would like to make a grapple attack on the bag to try to get the, the flap of the bag around the arm okay to like close it off i'm gonna grapple the bag of holding so. i love it yeah no like, roll and am i my verbal component for launching into action will be we've got company so <laughs> uh loud enough to uh hopefully wake up barrett and z with their insane ears so grapple is my strength uh, 16 to Ooh. grapple the bag okay so you do have to defend a little bit against the thing that's coming out of the bag so that's fine gotta defend my friends first okay um so you are able to grab the bag uh you are able to wrap your the the flap around the arm um mm-hmm. but it is a, an even contest so whatever you are doing right now will not last long okay so between the two well, if, they, if it wakes them up they're just going to see me holding this bag with an arm coming out exactly exactly Perfect. i love uh, it and then uh z until you're up and in the battle we're just going to skip you ellie what would you like to do oh, boy you're now standing right next to Don, who is holding the bag mostly up off the ground, um, and there is an arm flailing. Oh, I would actually, if it's cool to him, I would be on my knees on the ground, so I'm not like gonna lift it towards Fair anybody. Enough. There's an arm flailing. <gasps> Perfect. <laughs> but, I mean, on pure instinct, uh, <laughs> um, oh, okay. I will uh, assist Don in putting the arm back in the bag. So you're going to literally try and push the arm back in the bag. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. So Don's holding it, not pushing. Yeah. So there's no advantage to you. You just have to roll it. Yeah, yeah. It's a strength, yes? Yep. Okay. Grab his thumb and pull backwards. (laughs) He's double jointed. (laughs) Man, those are Uh, some nice rivets. This is uh that's a four. That's a four. Unfortunately, that is not enough. Um he he mm, the arm, the hand, uh <laughs> grabs your wrist and just holds on. And there's you're not getting that arm back in that bag. Um, you're not grappled or anything. That was mostly flavor, but mm-hmm. uh okay. he is going to continue making an attempt fighting against Don to get out of said bag. Uh, Don, can you roll another strength check to oppose yes, I can. his effort? 18. Uh, yeah, you, for this, for this moment, he is not able to gain any ground. Um, but grappled is a very strong word at this point. I mean, you're barely holding on. Picturing these claws coming out of the bag and Don with this wrestling kind of, you know. Kind of... <laughs> I have my index fingers like hooked around the back of it. All right. Um, so that will take us back <laughs> to Don. It's your turn. Oh, it is my turn. Yep. Uh, so Barrett was still waking up. Uh, you you'll be right after dawn this this round. All right. Dang. Okay. Wow. Fighting a bag. Um. Uh, it's a. <laughs> it's not just an ordinary bag. It's an army bag. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I get a load of this. Ooh, it was um, wow. a tactical bag of holding. <laughs> a tactile right, bag of holding. Uh, I've never like. What's an action I can take to reinforce a grapple? Huh, that's a good Warm question. Life. Here's some sticky can... points. Yeah, right. <laughs> what were you saying, Ellie? I'm going to quickly check the home rule. Can I, can I add, don't let him rip the bag to don't let him rip the bag. Yeah, that's six. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
where is everybody in the room right now? Like, are we, I'm in the center with the bag. Ellie's right next to me. Yeah. I mean, it's a small room. I didn't actually make a room for you. I should have done that. I'm sorry. If we could just have some quick. Oh, I would say we're all within five feet of every. Yeah. I don't think (laughs) inside of the tiny hut. So yeah, I'd say that's pretty close. Battle in the hut. Yeah. It's true. Inside the tiny hut. We can't get very far. The Ellie jumped back. She would have tripped over someone's body on the floor. Yeah. He's in a dang bag. Okay. Uh, I, is there something I could do to like, uh, reaffirm my grip recontest with advantage or, or like hold tighter. Um, I'll say just because we, we are dealing with something, um, why don't you just go ahead and make another grapple attack and okay. we'll see if that results in maybe something. with some advantage since Ellie's got a hold of the arm. Uh, well, the arm technically has a I did. Oh, I okay. did roll. I did roll a twenty-one. This time, right. yes. Okay. So I would say for my attack grapple, I would just like clamp down tighter on it, pressing my shoulder where the arm is trying to get out. Okay. So we are going to put you guys in um, a room here. Let me share this really quickly. <laughs> Hopefully, we're not looking at my notes. Nope. Okay. I mean. Um, if you could call those notes, oh, oh, that was that's so mean. Oh my gosh, harsh. Uh, okay, Uh, we don't need a Marin, need a Don. There's a Don, there's a Z, and there's a Barrett. We'll put Barrett in the corner, and there's an Ellie. Nobody puts Barrett in the corner. Uh (laughs) Oh, um, and I'd like to see if tiny room the uh, okay, so. I will have done a grapple attack again. Okay. I rolled a 21 to right. maintain. Fingers you, crossed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that, I mean, that's okay. that's a reasonable thing to do, I think. And yes, it okay. may And then if there is a spare area of wall away from people, I would like to take the uh, withdraw bonus action to pull the bag further from people. Okay. And if I can, slam it up against the wall of the hut. Hmm. Okay. And if there is an attack of opportunity, because Ellie's right there, I will take it from the bitch slapping arm in the bag. Bitch slapping <laughs> in the bag. Gotcha. Sorry, I'm crossing space and time here. This is hysterical to me. <laughs> right, so I love go. it. I just, I love this. Oh, this is so this good. Is, this is great. I'm sorry, Don. Just very briefly, tell me what you did again. You were trying to pull... I'll do the bonus action withdraw. So right. it was like you could take a companion or an ally and move them. I'm going to count the bag as a companion. He's in the bag. I'm just going to whirl around to slam him away from Ellie. And if, because that's technically leaving melee range of her, if, if the arm gets an attack of opportunity with our, (laughs) I'll take the hit. The arm does not get an attack of opportunity. Okay. Just checking. Just an arm at this point. If it Uh, did, I would have taken it. Okay, so, so me and the uh, wall bag. pounds against the wall. Um, you, other than it pounding against the wall, the only response that you hear is someone pounding on the other side of the wall. Shut up! <laughs> okay, perfect. Um, <laughs> That's my turn. Everyone is awake at this point, including Marin, who is battling in the corner, and Barrett. It is your turn. All right, Barrett will reach top of his backpack and grab his rope of climbing. Okay, whip it around top of the bag and it just takes a bonus action and he can command it to move 10 feet which fine it doesn't need to because he just whipped it around the bag um 
And then you can tell the rope to fasten itself securely to an object or unfasten itself or to knot or unknot itself or to coil itself for carrying. So he will command it where the bag is squeezed together and the arm is coming out to just wrap around there as many times as it can and create a really good sailor's knot. All right. So, so the arm is out, but nothing else should be able to get out of there. So we're putting a twisty tie around the bread bag holding together the knife. Got it. Yes. Um, and then for, so that would be the bonus action. Yeah. I don't see any, I don't see that because you're using the rope. I, I don't see even see a roll there. Go ahead. Okay. I mean, it's the rope of climbing and it, it specifically says it has an armor class of 20 and 20 hit points and it regains one hit point every five minutes. So if he makes an attack against it, I mean, it's stats. Um, and then for his, for my free speech part, my six words, I'll say, Gremin, welcome back. Glad to see you. Okay. Uh, there is no response from Gremin's arm. Okay. Um, but Elliot, it's now your turn. Uh, uh, just to try again. Actually, you know what? I still have my weapons on me. I'll bust out Asbel's dagger and I'll just stab at the arm nice. with it. Roll an attack and I'll figure out whose armor class I'm going to use. <laughs> sure. Uh, uh, I'm going to say roll at advantage because there's no way he could dodge or anything other than his arm. Great, because that first roll was Matt one. Yeah. Uh, so that's a 20. Oh, like natural 20? No, sorry. Okay. So roll damage. Yeah. It's one. Steam D Beyond. Go away. Um, that's a five. Uh, okay. And uh, I'll just bone. No, I don't think it. Hold on. I'm sorry. All right. Yeah, I won't attack again, but I'll favorite foe him just. Favorite toe it is. Uh, Z. Um, yeah. My apologies. Go ahead. Uh, so Z made an intelligence check just to see if I think he could understand what was going on. Oh, okay. Uh, cool. And I think Z's reaction would be to go ahead and cast a dispel magic specifically on the arm. And the area of effect is specifically on the target. Okay. I don't think that's going to have any effect, but Z would do it anyway. Um... I agree. I think it was a, a, certainly would have been a good thing to think. Um, but yeah, it doesn't happen, unfortunately. And he's going to wake up. <laughs> <laughs> Just another day with the troll mates. Um, that brings us to, oh, his turn. Okay, so he is, um, he's certainly tied up by Barrett's rope, um, but he does have some force as he wails about with his arm. Um, Don, that's going to be a 24 to hit you. That'll hit me. Okay. So this is just his fist, mind you. This mental image is so great of us fighting an it arm really in a bag, is. in a uh, hut, yeah, in a room. It. Yep. <laughs> so, well, I didn't even put the hut on the screen, so we just have a room. The hut's a whole nother thing. Um, nice okay. lilac lighting. Don, yeah. that's going to be uh, six points of bludgeoning damage as he just clocks you in the face with his arm, hand, fist. Mm -hmm. And that brings us to your turn. Uh, it, he, he, it, because it's your turn and you're the one that's holding him. Barrett, what Barrett did has definitely got him grappled to replace your grapple. Uh, his okay. arm is not moving forward or backward in the bag of holding as, and you can tell that by being okay. there, holding him. Whatever else might happen, 
might be another story, but his arm, he is not coming more out or more going more in of the bag as long as that rope is in. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take a chance given what, which deity he called out for and that. So I am going to move my grapple to the arm, but in like that, again, like that greet, like the forearm greeting grip, but I'm going to treat it as a grapple to get his attention because suit of armor in a bag. And I don't know if he can hear me, but I'm going to yell like, like as an expletive, like Helm's Helm, we're on the same side, Parley. Okay. Grapple, try to grapple his arm. Uh, is that a straight strength or advantage? Cause he's like tied, which I mean, it's definitely advantage. You're going to be able to hold his arm. I mean, <laughs> like an aggressive. Prevent that <laughs> I rolled two 11s, so 15. Um, but I do yell that out to see if maybe he doesn't try to hit it. Uh, there does not seem to be any response to either Barrett's call or yours um, okay. in the bag of holding. Uh, mind you, we're just talking about an arm, so you haven't yeah. seen any of the parts of him that would be capable of hearing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, with the grip, I guess I'm trying to convey like, that was not an attack so much as like a, there's someone on the other side of this, if that makes sense. Yes. Um, that yeah. is not trying to break his wrist. So. Well, no, that's <laughs> we'll, we'll see if that has an impact. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, do me a favor, just for fun, roll a okay. persuasion. <laughs> we'll see how persuasive your grip was. Ooh, 20, 21. Okay. Yes. Now the question Wait, is, 20, 22. 22. Oh my gosh. Okay, go ahead. Um, whose turn is it? Um, <laughs> It's uh, Barrett, it's your turn. Seeing that Dawn is thinking exactly the same thing Barrett is thinking, I will use my entire turn. Can I have more than six words if I'm using my entire turn? Absolutely, sure, yeah. We're, we're well into the rule of cool at this point. So. Okay. <laughs> Gremin, if you can hear us, we really mean you no harm. We would love to return you to the crypt in exchange for stopping this fight. Is that acceptable? Um, Sorry, is that acceptable? Is that yeah. all you have? Yeah, I mean, that's probably all I could blurt out. Okay. Um, Ellie, roll a perception check before your turn, please. 24. Oh, okay. So something, whether it was you or Barrett or Don, something, um, the arm does not appear to be struggling anymore. It's not necessarily falling limp, but it's just there, kind of sticking out of the um, it's not, it's not struggling against anyone anymore. What would you like to do? Look skeptically at Dawn and Barrett. <laughs> it does have a hole in it, the arm from your dagger, but it's not, it's not failing <laughs> anymore. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, their head wasn't touched by a disembodied arm in the middle of their sleep. So, you know, instinct. Um, I will... <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> step away from the bag and say, it seems to not... It seems to not be resisting anymore. Fair enough. We can't let the bag get hurt. I'm more concerned about this bag than it. Now that, I wonder what would happen if the bag broke in a confined space. I really don't want to know. I'd love to know. I'd love to know. Z, what would you like to do? Uh, Z would like to go ahead and um, put out a, a nice little drum beat meant to be persuasive and friendly fair enough uh so z I grabs quickly grabs an instrument and drums a little persuasive friendly ditty 
You can do it. You can do it. We're your friend. We're your friend. We can get you back to your place. Okay. He's not. I, I t- All right. I, I think it's 934. So we have to bring this drama to a close. Um, I will say at this point, um, whatever you decide to do next with this creature, uh, we can either do in chat or spend the next, the first 10 minutes of next week doing it. Um I, I can imagine it won't take very long to figure out what it is you're going to do. At this point, you could just saw his arm off if you wanted, and that would end that. Um, but exactly. <laughs> oh my! Very cool. Very cool. Anyway, okay. So when we when we meet up again, or if we do it in chat, either way, uh, it is Don. Technically, Don's turn to make the decision as to what happens next to the bag and the arm. Okay. Um, so you can think about that and decide what you want to do. And um, we'll go from there and see what happens. Otherwise, we will um, <laughs> we'll talk next week. Love Are we it. all on for next week? Wow. Are we all here next Yeah, next week's good. Next week should be fine, yeah. Cool, cool. Okay, cool beans. Awesome. In that case, uh, great fun, everybody. I'm enjoying the bag. And I hope everybody mm-hmm. take care. Good night. Have a good night. Bye. Good night. Bye.